Have you ever been in a situation where you have an issue with your dog or cat and you're not really sure, is this an emergency? Should I take them to, to the vet? Is this something I should be concerned about? Well, I think we've all been there and I know I've had many a friends text me on various occasions saying, do I need to go to the emergency? And so today I want to walk you through 15 reasons why you should take your pet to the emergency so that you have something to refer to next time you're in that scenario. So let's start off with some of the obvious ones. A seizure. If your pet has a seizure or if you think your pet may have had a seizure, it's always safest to go to the emergency room. Sometimes seizures can look more like focal seizures where you see twitching of their face, but in general, what I'm talking about here is that fall on the side, paddling legs, not really conscious, not really with it, and sometimes they'll actually pee or poo as well. So if that happens, stay calm. Don't try and restrain your dog. It's very easy to get bit in that situation. Um, let them kind of come, come through it and bring them to the vet. Second, sudden collapse. So sometimes when a dog's collapsing, it's not a seizure, but maybe they fall over and you know lose consciousness. Maybe they maintain consciousness, but just fall on their sign. Collapse of any reason is a chance to bring your dog to the veterinarian. It could be a sign of a cardiac issue. It could be a sign of a bigger internal health problem, a neurologic issue, but they need to be evaluated. Number three, if your pet is unable to stand or walk, or if they're dragging their limbs, that is a reason to bring your pet to the emergency room. These can have various underlying causes. If your pet's dragging their limbs, it could be because they've thrown a clot somewhere. It could be because they've blown a disc and it's affecting their neurologic function. But if your pet is unable to walk, go to the ER. The fourth reason, sudden disorientation. If your pet suddenly seems out of it, they look glazed overs in the eyes, they're confused, they're not responding to you, take them into emergency to be evaluated. Number five, and this is a really big one, would be difficulty breathing. So if your pet's showing a lot of effort to their breathing, if they're, especially a cat who's open mouth breathing with their tongue out, um, if they look like they're gasping for air, get them to the vet as soon as possible. I should say, I'm not really talking about the panting dog here. It's very common for dogs to pant when they're working out, when it's hot outside. I'm talking about truly difficulty breathing. They usually have like a look on their face um, where they seem panicked. Never mess with respiratory signs. It can be the difference between life and death, getting to an ER and not. Number six, vomiting or diarrhea. So this is a hard one because this is probably the one where I get texts the most. You know, my, my dog vomited, should I bring them to the ER? Um, they're having some diarrhea. And I usually what I say is kind of think about it as if it were you. If a person has, you know, vomits once or twice or has some loose stools, you know, you're not gonna rush to the vet for an emergency visit. Now, if your dog vomits six times within an hour, that's more concerning. That's a reason why you should take them to the vet. If your dog vomits up blood or cat vomits up blood, that is a reason for emergency. Blood in the poop may or may not be significant. Bright red blood in the poop is actually usually less threatening than more of a digested coffee ground appearance to the poop. That usually indicates GI bleeding from higher up. 
So that's usually more concerning. But either way, if there's blood in the poop and you're concerned, have them evaluated. You're better off safe than sorry. In saying that, if it's just a one-off vomiting or diarrhea, you probably don't need to rush them in. Number seven, if your pet has a heart or swollen abdomen, it's probably a good idea to be seen on an emergency basis. This could indicate fluid buildup, such as blood in the belly. If you notice that very suddenly, that's a reason to get to the vet. Number eight, open wounds, possible broken bones, any sort of trauma that your pets experience. If your dog got hit by a car, if there was a dog fight at the park or a cat fight, um, any sort of trauma, your cat falls off a high surface level, it's always better to have them evaluated. Even if they seem okay, take them to the vet. I think any emergency clinician can tell you about a time where a dog gets hit by a car, they walk away from the accident, the owners think they're fine, and it turns out they actually have an internal bleed. Number nine, we already mentioned briefly, but vomiting blood. So vomiting blood can be a sign of serious illness, and if your pet vomits blood, even if it's just once, they should be seen. Number 10, any sort of poison, toxin, ingestion that you know about. So common ones would be chocolate, grapes, raisins. We also have to think about poisonous plants. So a cat that's been exposed to lilies. Timing is key in these cases. If you wait until the pet is showing clinical signs, which is often several days later, it's probably too late. This is especially important in wintertime with things like antifreeze. Usually the pet can actually go through a time period where they look quite healthy and then they go into severe life-threatening kidney failure. So if you know of an exposure, take them in right away. Number 11 would be pale gums. So if you lift up your dog's gums, you can see just like we have, we have gums and our gums should be nice and pink. And so the same thing is true for your dog or cat. If you lift up their gums and notice they're sheet white or pale, that could be a sign of anemia, um, or it could be a sign that they're just having very low blood pressure. And so either way, if you notice pale gums, they should be seen. Another gum color that would be concerning would be blue or purple gums. They may not be oxygenating well, they should be seen. Number 12, if they're not able to urinate. I'm not talking the dog that maybe holds their urine for too long. I'm talking a dog that looks like they wanna urinate and can't, and especially important in cats. Cats can get urinary blockages. It's one of the most common reasons for ER visits for male cats. So if your cat is straining in the litter box, bring them to the ER. Not being able to pee and eliminate that waste is a life-threatening emergency. Number 13. This is a one that's very particular for a condition. Um, if you see that your pet is retching and trying to vomit, but unable to vomit, that's an emergency. We call that non-productive retching. And especially if you have a big dog, that can be a sign of bloat where the stomach gets you know, bloated, filled with air and can twist. And that is an emergency that they need to go oftentimes to surgery immediately for. A bloat is nothing to sit on. I don't know if anyone's ever seen Marley and Me, but that dog in Marley and Me died of a bloat. Um, and so if your dog, specifically your dog, is retching unproductively, bring them to the ER. Number 14, any blood coming from the nose, the eyes or the mouth, it's always better to have them seen, especially those areas that can be a sign of low platelets or clotting disorder. So have them evaluated, they'll do some blood work, make sure everything's okay, 
take them to the ER. And lastly would be number 15, extreme pain. A lot of dogs and cats will show some signs of pain. I'm talking the type of pain where they are trembling, they're shivering, they're not eating, they're hiding, where it's really affecting their quality of life. You know, not just a dog that might be limping and has limped for four months now. That's something you can book an appointment with your regular vet. Um, but for emergency hours, if your pet is seems painful to the point that they're not eating and not interacting with you, they need to be seen. Something is clearly going on. So that is my list of the 15 reasons to bring your dog to the vet or cat to the vet. And just to reiterate, we have seizure, sudden collapse, unable to stand, walk, or dragging the limbs, disorientation, labored breathing, vomiting or diarrhea beyond just one or two episodes, hard or swollen abdomen, open wounds, trauma, suspected fracture, vomiting blood particularly, poison or toxin ingestion, pale gums, inability to urinate, retching and trying to vomit with nothing actually being produced, non-productive retching, bleeding from the nose, eyes or mouth, or finally extreme pain. So hopefully that helps you. Uh, that list will help you next time you're concerned and not sure whether this is something that you can wait to see your regular vet for, or if this is something you need to take your pet to the ER for. Let me know if you have any questions, comment, email in. Um, if there's anything particular circumstances you've dealt with that I haven't covered here, I'm happy to answer those as well.